Welcome to the Bada Boom Podcast. I'm Troy. And I'm Chris. And today we're continuing to talk about Sonic because it's crazy how they beat the record for the first movie's opening. And it doesn't look like it's slowing down anytime soon, just like Sonic. Yeah, history's repeating itself, whereas the last time it came out, it buried Birds of Prey. <laughs> and this time it came out, it buried Morbius. So if there's a lesson to be learned, do not open your superhero movie close to Sonic. Yeah, Sonic will destroy because, what, you've got maybe two, three generations of people that are like, yo, we love Sonic. And you and I can attest to when we saw the movie, there are people older than us there super excited to see the movie. And uh, that wasn't really the telling part. And we talked about this. It was really the kids that were there. You know, those type of early screenings for those type of movies, you usually just see like fanboys and stuff like that that are paying for themselves. But we saw like whole families kind of filling in that theater. and. I should have taken the as a sign and be like, oh, wow, this movie's going to do really well because look at all the kids that are here. And yeah, there's a lot. And I talked about it with my cousin. I was like, if this movie came out when I was like 11, this probably would have been my favorite movie ever. It probably would have been <laughs> our mutual friend's brother's favorite movie ever as well. Yeah, very much so. Very much so for, for very specific reasons. But it's cool. You know, I think even though it's not a movie that's going to win any Oscars or anything like that, it's very much faithful to the source material. And you watch them and you're like, wow, I wish they approached every video game adaptation like this. And I hope the success of this makes movie studios kind of realize like, hey, like maybe we should lean into some of the craziness of these these games were developed. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing to take away for studios, which you mentioned is pay attention to your source material. I mean, not only when we got our complete re-edit of Sonic where he looked 100% better, like listen to the fans, but in this one, it was tons of references to the source material and that's what made it a really good movie. And going forward, hopefully they do that for not only just video game movies, but DC movies as well. Oh, talking about the DC movies, it's it's just a mess over there. You know, it's uh, for every uh, really good one, you get a really bad one. And with video game movies, it's very similar for every decent one. You get a really, really, really bad one. And I think this is the first time in, in quite a bit yeah. that we've gotten like an amazing video game adaptation. Some of them have been good. You know, Detective Pikachu, the first Sonic was good. But this is the first one where I walked away and I was like, oh, wow, this was really good for what it was. It was fun, family friendly, expands the universe. So you're still excited to see more. It just really checked all those boxes. Yeah. And I know you and I were talking about this leading up to the movie and the kind of pre-movie questions they kind of asked the stars in it. But we didn't see Idris Elba a lot on like the red carpet or different things like that. And, you know, he could be shooting a movie or a different series and be tied up with that, which is fine. But, you know, it kind of gave the impression that, you know, he wasn't really promoting the movie itself. But now that it's doing so well, it's like, yo, we're probably going to give you more money. Come back and use your voice as knuckles. And we'll hopefully get a really good Sonic 3 and a really, I want to see like a good cocky version of Knuckles trying to take down Shadow because he thinks he's so, so powerful. Yeah, that would be dope. And, you know, it's not just kind of seeing like more of Sonic. What the success of this Hollywood is very much a copycat league. Like when they see the success of something, they're like, I want that. 
<laughs> I want that exactly. And looking at that, is there a video game franchise that you feel like Sonic can have the type of success where it's a good movie, it's prime for sequels, and there's a way to do it as a live action movie? Well, before we dive into that, I was going to ask you about this. Do you remember that Mega Man trailer or that Mega Man fan made trailer that came out? I think like eight years ago and it wasn't really that good but it was like i've I've got hope and it was supposed to be in development i think also at the same studio that made sonic or no it was a development at at fox and then they shut it down but i don't remember why they shut down do you remember that i think i vaguely remember i think like around that time there were a lot of like because of like deadpool that leak kind of getting that movie made you saw a lot of like reels and test footage come out to kind of like be like proof of concept for movies. And then none of them quite came to light, but I think I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Yeah. So I, of course I would love to see a Mega Man movie. It doesn't have to be net Battler, but being a Mega Man fan, that would be great. But I think if we're going to talk about copying what we've seen so far with Sonic, I think Star Fox is a great one to kind of copy and paste with a similar animation. Also, if we want to stay in video games, but try and push in a different direction, I think Samus would be also a really good one to do that. You could do Samus as like a Netflix series, or you could easily make two theme movies about either one of them. Yeah, I think those are good ones. For me, they're kind of ones that have already been made. You know, like uh, I would love them to revisit Max Payne. I think that was a really good story. And for some reason or another, they made the movie weirder. <laughs> uh, to, yeah, that was a weird choice, that movie with Mark Wahlberg. And funny enough, the other one is also a Mark Wahlberg movie. I'd love to see Uncharted, but, you know, not with a kid as Nathan Drake, you know. I love those games, you know, and there's very much a lacking in that kind of like adventure type movie where it's like Indiana Jones type. And I hope with this, Sony kind of wakes up and they're like, all right, let's really make a really good Metal Gear Solid. We know Oscar Isaac is going to be in it. And also the director of uh, Kong Skull Island. So I hope they're really like, you know, nailed that down and are able to deliver something unique and that's good for the fans, but also kind of brings in people that maybe weren't familiar with the games and they're able to see it and kind of like enjoy it. And that brings them into the games. I think what's beautiful about Sonic, you know, there's probably a lot of people that are going to watch it and kind of go back to the video games or go back to the old series. You know, like I was scrolling through TikTok and it was kind of cool to see how many people were like sharing that clip of Knuckles punching at Sonic where he's dodging it and then putting it against a clip from Sonic X. And they're like, Oh my God, they referenced Sonic X. Like, and, uh, Sonic X is on Netflix, so if you want to watch that. Oh, I've, I've watched it. <laughs> so it's uh, it's good to see those things. Like I think that's what these things should be. They should be different than the source in the sense that like it's a new thing, but they should also pay homage where, you know, when people go see it, they, they go back, they buy the games, they buy the comic books or they read this stuff. So that's just, I want more of that from these adaptations because they're so easily dismissed. And even when like they're bad, you're kind of tricking yourself into thinking they're really good or half good to kind of like justify them. Like that's the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Like when I saw Mortal Kombat, I was like, 
I guess some of the fights and fatalities were really good. And then when I started to really think about it, I was like, man, this movie was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even watch that, but I don't know if I would. Probably should. But I mean, it's on HBO Max, but, you know, just watch the original movie. Yeah, that's that's I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen the original movie and I remember it being pretty good if I'm thinking of the right movie. But yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And I think for Sony, which I feel most people know Sony outside of Spider-Man as being a game company. We've talked about this plenty of times. They have a huge library of content that they can say, hey, let's make a movie out of this and then just turn right around and people buy the games and they need to make the smart move, which Marvel Studios did, and reinvest in themselves. They've got the content. They just need to make the investment. Yeah, well, you know, I think it doesn't necessarily have to be like that because I think Marvel is kind of like, it's a unique case for, for a lot of reasons. Like the reason Marvel Studios exists is because Kevin Feige, he was a producer and worked on all those like really bad comic book movies from the early 2000s. So he's able to kind of like bring that knowledge over. And, you know, if you hear like the behind the scenes of like the original Iron Man and stuff like that, like it was very close to like, falling apart at any moment <laughs> so i i think it's just like i i like sonic too because it it also is very much like it's connected to its own like little universe but i think i'm getting to the point where like hey like i don't need everything to be like a universe or, or a big play like hey just focus on this one let's make sure this one's good and if this one's good then we'll make the next one but for right now let's just focus on this yeah that's how i feel about if they were to make a, a Samus movie, like we could just have one and it would be great. So like with that and kind of like the success, where do you feel this goes? Do you like, I feel like just from kind of the reaction and stuff like that, I don't think people are making learning the right lessons. Cause usually when you see stuff like that, you'll see like a bunch of other companies like come out with announcements that they're doing video game movies, <laughs> but I haven't seen that quite yet. So I'm wondering like, are people waiting to kind of like see if the success has legs? But I'm hopeful that we'll get more of these where this isn't a one in a, a million type movie like it is right now where, you know, it's like comic book movies where the floor is pretty good, you know? Yeah. Like even Morbius wasn't like... Don't get me started. In my opinion, wasn't, it wasn't the worst movie in the world. If Morbius came out in like 2003, like we'd all love it probably. <laughs> but... Like, I'm hoping that we, we see more of these where it's like, hey, like, superhero movies is not, I'm not getting one every two years. Yeah, I think a lot of people in the industry are probably writing Sonic off as being like, kind of like a one hit wonder kind of and banking a lot that it's, it's just kind of, it's an old character. I think it's got to sell out in every single capacity it can for someone to pay attention to it just because of how old the movie or not how old the movie is but how old the character is people can easily say oh that's the nostalgia factor if we pull this in for a newer character it's not going to work that well i think they've got to see it sell well across the movies the comics the games they've got to see it hit a home run in every single category for another studio or for someone in the industry to pay attention a little bit more and say, Hey, I think we've got something with this. Let's take a look and see what they did. And let's try and make it our own that, or 
I love how you point out we they got we got the same director for Sonic One and Sonic Two. I can't remember his name. I think it's Jeremy Fowler. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Jeremy Fowler. He might just say, "Hey, I love doing these video game movies. Let me pitch some stuff to some of the other studios, and I'll become the video game movie guy." He might do something like that and really try and bring in more success for another character at a different studio. And then people will be like, okay, there is something here. We want Jeremy Fowler for sure, but he'll be tied up and then someone else will try it. And hopefully they make something great with a different director. But I think Jeremy Fowler is in a pretty good spot to take the industry wherever it may need to go. Yeah. Let him be the James Gunn of video game movies. Exactly. We need you to fix up some of these Nintendo movies. Here's praying to the the Chris Pratt Mario movie isn't terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if James Gunn wants to come in and direct a video game movie, I'm also down for that. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he would direct though, because I feel like he does really good with like team movies. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I. Didn't think Suicide Squad until I saw the Suicide Squad. So I'd love to be surprised. Yeah. You know, heard from interviews and stuff, he is a fan of video games. So I would, I'm going to deep dive into some interviews and see if he has a favorite. And I'd be like, let me imagine this in the James Gunn, like through his lens. Yeah, I think that would be really good. We're at a good spot where if someone wants to make a move and make a, another video game movie, this is the best time to make a pitch and point to the success of Sonic and your pitch can be very tailored because you can see the lessons from Sonic one and Sonic two and not have to have your movie and that franchise make those mistakes again. If you're paying attention, if you're friends with Jeremy Fowler or you can get coffee with him and kind of talk some of that stuff over or have him be a producer or something on it. But yeah, man, I think we're in a really good spot for future video game movies coming forward in the future. Yeah, and we're in a really good spot to tell you to follow us and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, mostly through Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect with us, we're really active on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So give us a follow. And until then, bada boom. Bada boom.